Hello, I'm Daniel Valines, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. Hello, good people. I just want to take a minute to discuss these next few upcoming episodes. For most of you that know me and for those of you that don't know me, I'm not the most educated person, especially in the medical field. We felt the need to have a medical professional come on and tell us about trauma. This process of learning, it was strenuous for me. Y'all are here. I butcher up a few words. Oh, so please don't <laughs> don't burn me because y'all hit me like, you <laughs> but um, it was a lot of fun and it was really educational for me. So hopefully it can be very educational and beneficial for you as well. Without any further ado, we give you 10 Minutes of Truth with Sean A. Boxdale. Hello, good people. If you're tired of a world of fake news, fake personalities and fake images, you're tuned into the right place. This is Sean Boxdale and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. Forget about what somebody else think about you. What do you think about you? Your past don't define you. This is Healthy Heart Month. Learn how you can live heart healthy today with Dr. Habib F. Basil, cardiologist at Centera Halifax Regional Hospital. And for current COVID-19 information, go to our website, www.10minutesoftruth.com and click the link below. Brought to you by Centera Halifax Hospital. In need of great caregivers? Contact Marsha's Home Care, a home healthy agency that provides certified nursing assistance. Some of the value services they provide are personal hygiene grooming, meal preparation and feeding, transfers and ambulation. To contact Marsha's Home Care, give them a call at 434-579-1045 and their website is www.marshashomecare.org and Marsha's Home Care at Yahoo.com. This is 10 Minutes of Truth, and this is Sean Barksdale. Today, we have a young lady who challenged and beat the academic odds. She took on a double major in speech language pathology and audiology and psychology with a master's in speech, language, and communication disorders. To those closest to her, she is known as the comforter. Please give a warm welcome to Miss Anita Danielle Valines. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am great. We want everybody to know that these four segments will be focused around trauma, but we will look at them in a slightly different uh, light. Danny, can you briefly describe what trauma is? Trauma can be defined as an event or a set of events and or an experience or witnessing an event that has such an overwhelming, stressful invoke in the body that a person literally begins to either shut down, um, go into shock, um, experience a range of emotions, and or completely withdrawals. Okay, great. So um, there are different types of trauma, correct? Absolutely. There are different types of trauma, and it's based on the staging of the events, acute trauma, childhood trauma, um, PTSD. Um, that's, that's trauma. So any of those can be defined specifically based on the event, when it happens, and then how the person continues to resp respond to stressors and triggers. Oh, you come from a two-parent home, correct? I do. Okay. Um, I did not. I did not. Um, what is your fondest memory of both of your parents? I loved when I was really little, we would take trips and we would get up early in the morning. 
um, pack up the car. My siblings, my parents, and I would go to the mountains, to the lake, you know, visiting family members, but we would be gone all day. And I just love the camaraderie of aggravating my siblings, (laughs) yelling (laughs) out loud at my parents, and doing these crazy things that only a a little kid would do. So uh, what was the difference you you saw yourself growing up in a two-parent home versus uh, some of your friends that may have been in single-parent homes? That's a good question. Um, The single most or the two words that come to mind when I think of this are balance and stability. When we think about the creation of life and the creation of children, we can't extract the fact that it's a duality. It takes two human types, but different. We have an egg and we have a sperm cell and they come together to create a human. So when children come up and they don't have that level of balance, I've observed that there can be some just inconsistencies in the way that they then perceive the world. But I have to add that we all have inconsistencies in the way that we perceive the world. Right, right. And you growing up, you know, being an attractive young lady, what is the one of the first things that you um, went through a traumatic experience you went through with your beauty? Um, With beauty, I found myself a target of bullying. Um, it was something that I didn't understand, which was, I guess, the most distressful part. You are a child, one, a child under 10 or around 10, and people want to pick on you. They want to call you names. They want to um, deface who you are um, from an internal point. So it's not that it's an external something that you're going against. It's the internal mockery that you then harbor. So when you harbor things like, oh my God, you're ugly, or who do you think you are? You're second guessing yourself. It sets up a place of of doubt and insecurity. Mm. So the doubt and insecurity, and then the sense of what am I doing? Am I, am I doing something wrong? What did I do to incite this? It, it begins to create, in some instances, a, a set of um, anxieties about what do I do to be liked and or what did I do to cause them not to like me? This is Healthy Heart Month. Learn how you can live heart healthy today with Dr. Habib F. Basil, cardiologist at Centera Halifax Regional Hospital. And for current COVID-19 information, go to our website, www.10minutesoftruth.com and click the link below. Brought to you by Centera Halifax Hospital. What is a result of some of the bullying that you went through? Um, Again, it sets up a place of um, not trusting sometimes yourself. Okay. Um, Trying to identify what did I do to cause those persons not to like me? Okay. What can I do to change their perception of me? What can I do to help them befriend me? Um, and then at a point you get to, I've done nothing okay. and it, it creates a hostility and it creates, um, a bitterness and an anger towards the group that you perceive to be attacking you. Mm. So it, it's almost initially it began as an outward attack, but then you take it on and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this to them because they did this to me. 
And the theory or the idea that comes to mind, the saying is, hurt people hurt people. Mm, this is correct. That's something I know from a personal standpoint. Um, so if it was a young man or a, wom a young woman um, that's listening, what type of trauma does bullying inflict on a person? Well, I would say it might put you in a place where you feel like you have to do in-crowd things. Mm. In-crowd things may be... Um, Early instances and experiences with smoking, early instances and experiences with drinking, mm. um, early instances of premarital sex, um, instances of being destructive. So there are lots of different ways that you can see this played out, okay. um, but definitely bouts of anger right. um, and aggression that actually come out from no for no reason we talk about things that we deal with every day but we really don't think about it right we don't think about trauma like that word didn't come up in the household trauma correct. what is it you know how can you identify it? correct um what is a traumatical experience that changed your view on life as a child oh my gosh when i think of this it's kind of hard to to put it into words um, I remember when drug addiction and abuse became part of the extended household. Mm. And it sets up a feeling of insecurity, a feeling of helplessness. In instances, I would even say of hopelessness um, because you, you don't know what to do. You don't know how to fix it. It sets up instances of anger and bouts with anger. And of course, when, when kids are small, um, they already are dealing with not knowing what to do because they're children, right. you know? So when I was a child, I, I guess I went through all of those, you know, helplessness, hopelessness, insecurity, um, not being sure. And it was superimposed by dealing with drug addiction and what drug addiction, drug abuse does to those around you. Um, and it's destructive, and often it takes years right. to build, you know, um, from the blocks that were pulled. Right. And, um, right. And that's what most of us uh, in our host households deal with is drug and alcohol addiction from someone. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and you said a word hopelessness um, for someone that's listening that think right now because of what they may be seeing, not not so much from them. But like you said, from a family member, whether it's a father or mother, or uncle or older brother or sister, that hopelessness. Uh, what 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 word or what advice could you give right now about not being hopeless? I would say search deep on the inside. Um, be the change that you really want to be. And that was one of the things that pushed me uh, to be more of who you know I wanted to be. I wanted absolutely. to be able to add value to everyone else's house. I right. wanted to be able to fix some of the wrongs. I wanted to be able to add new experiences. Um, so um, I wanted to be able to add more happiness and, and to change some of the dark areas and to just bring about hope. Because again, that hopelessness will set in and it'll make everybody within the situation and around the situation feel as if there's nothing they can do and there's nothing that can be done but um thanks be to god he says you know keep hope <laughs> you know keep hope right. push you know we are to pray we are to ask for help 
Um, and I also say seek counsel. Mm. Um, counseling is not a bad thing, as right. we said, especially right. Right. in culture and African-American communities. Um, we believe in praise. We believe in worship. We believe in God, whomever we say God is. Um, but it's it's a really hard thing that's just being um, discussed, such as trauma, mm -hmm. these terms trauma and counseling. Right. And it's what we need. You, you can't take on all of this and not be impacted. Exactly. Exactly. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the first segment of four. I hope that we brought value into your homes and lives. This is Sean Barksdale, and this has been 10 Minutes of Truth. I'm Danielle Valines, and that's my truth. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth?